You're listening to Front Porch Theology, a podcast of New Heights Church. We laugh, we argue, we carry on. So welcome to our Front Porch. Have a seat and let's get into it. Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with... Jeremy. Hey guys, how are you all? Good. Uh, He's he's feeling a little jerky today. I am. I am. Why are you in such a bad mood? I'm not in a bad mood. I'm just tired. Just tired. I think he's probably... um, It's because it's almost Easter. Well, you know, um, at the time this releases, it is Holy Week, and you're supposed to, you know, reflect, and maybe that's it. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you're still tired from yesterday. it doesn't work real well for pastors. Maybe you're still (laughs) tired from Palm Sunday. No, it's it's also hunting season. That's why I'm a little tired. Hunting? Yeah. Hunting. Hunting season. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You've been hunting? Easter egg hunting. Oh. Oh! Oh my gosh! I was like, "What hunting season is it? It's it's trout fishing season. That's what it is. My hunting season. What do they call it? The golden release? Gold rush? Oh gosh! <laughs> gold rush. The golden release. It's called the gold rush. Yeah. Let's back up and take when... that out. There it is, the golden boys. Uh, the, the, With back the golden to it release. Again. So no, we. Um, I'm going to go ahead and rein us in real quick because we're pressed for time today. Um, oh, let's gather. Happy ourselves. Holy Week, everybody! Happy Holy Week. So and Gold Rush Week. Mm-hmm. That was last week. No, it's not. It's it's uh, as this is being recorded. It's this weekend. Okay, so. but it's this is being released on a Tuesday. No, Monday. Oh, Monday. Monday. <laughs> Yeah, Monday. Stop. And so okay. It'll be so, right after Gold Rush. Guys, y'all need to hurry up because <laughs> I'm about sorry. to give up the ghost. <laughs> um, sorry, we're we're on a tear today. It's um, true. So we are since it is Holy Week, we have a few things that are coming up this week as a church, and we're going to kind of talk about those real quick. So, um, one of the things that we're doing, and it's new to our church that we've never done before that I'm aware of, is we are going to participate and have a cedar mill. Cedar Mill. Cedar. Shoot. Cedar <laughs> is... Or if you're Sean Connor, to Shader. <laughs> can I tell you that... Can I just tell you that I Googled how to pronounce it twice on the way here, and I still goofed it up. Well, that's probably... I mean... Because in my, in my head, I heard cedar. Heard like the tree. <laughs> like the tree. Yeah. And well, listen, there's like... There's mill. Hebrew pronunciations. It's right. a Hebrew word. But there's and also there's English Logan. pronunciations of Hebrew words. And then there's so, a yeah. Logan pronunciation of the English pronunciation right. of that's the Hebrew Yeah, so when Hebrew you translate pronunci- it three times... Pronunciation. Um, okay. So we will be... Seder, pro- as it's commonly pronounced mm-hmm. in... English. Where does okay. that come from? Seder. It comes from a Hebrew word. Hebrew, actually. It's a oh. Hebrew word that means order. Order. I knew that. Yeah. So, uh, actually, that that's up, huh? I did. All right. I came prepared today. So, what is the cedar mill? Well, cedar <laughs> mill. I'm going to cut. I'll take cedar mill for 200. <laughs> Baker. I used to cedar mill. this podcast ever been. I like the lamb. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Crush the wine. <laughs> All right, so, so... So I really meant for this to be a super serious yeah, podcast. I know, I know. I'm so sorry to our listeners. It's my fault. It's me. I'm the problem. It's Sean Connery hey, impressions. Hi, Just like it's absolutely me. I'm the problem. Right it's me. It's, it's, uh, what is the Seder It's meal, a Passover really? meal. Okay, but what is it? What okay, does it so mean? Okay, so Passover is celebrating um, when the Lord took the Israelites out of Egypt 
and uh, the, the spirit of death, angel of death, passed over um, uh, Egypt. A bunch of people gave up the ghost. That's yep. another way of saying dying, I yeah. learned today. And um, it's the King Jan- it's the k- so he, he thought gave up the ghost was like a redneck I saying. I, I could tell you didn't did. say that, but yeah, I said I gave up the ghost. And that's you're right. Like, what does that mean? I was like, it's in the Bible. It's yeah. in the King James version. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, the the angel of death passes over, um, and those with the blood of the lamb over their over their uh, door, uh, they live. This is obviously foreshadowing those who are under the blood of Christ. Um, the next day they leave, the Lord tells them, you're going to take some bread with you. Um, and anyways, they, they, they do this. The Lord tells them, you're going to celebrate. Maybe correct me. I don't know if it's Leviticus 23, 25. It's when he gives them the meals. And he's in, But one of the meals, one of the things that he gives in the feasts uh, of the seven uh, feasts is, is the Passover feast. And they're to do this to remember when they were taken out of captivity. Okay, so tell our listeners... What is this service going to look like? Yeah, so because it's gonna- it does have the word mill in it, so it makes you think that it may be like a dinner. Um, think it, of like a light dinner. Think of like a light dinner. Think okay, of so, like, so think tell of like us, appetizers. Tell us how like because we're on a budget at our church. Okay, tell us the order of the night, like what the order. That's a good word yeah, for the seder. Tell us the, se- the seder. Yeah, uh, yeah, the seder that we will right follow <laughs> for that evening is. Um, Pastor Jeremy's going to do some teaching on the elements of the meal uh, that would have been included in the Passover meal. Um, Very and, short teachings. Yeah, and what Great. we're doing is we're mirroring the upper room gathering that Jesus had with his disciples on the night he was betrayed. Again, this is a tradition that, that we're going to carry out as a church um, that uh, is not commanded in Scripture that we do this. Um, right. But it is where Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper. We are commanded to take communion. Um, this is this is more of a recognition of what that night would have been like. And so we're trying to just um, symbolically and even just get our minds in the right place during Holy Week of, of what it was like to be um, to be in that upper room. And so the order is that we will um, we will have unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Those are two of the elements um, that are included. Uh, we'll have some teaching on those things and why those things are significant. Um, and then we will have um, lamb. And mm-hmm. so uh, our deacon candidate, Chris DuPont, is smoking the lamb, nice. which is going to be amazing. Um, but we'll have we'll have lamb, and uh, that'll be served. And then we'll have um, wine uh, as, like, the third course. I thought there were six components of it. Um, there are, okay, so there are there, lots of different components, okay. actually. Yeah, if you, if you do, like, a... So, Depending on how Jewish you are. Oh, okay. Right. I was going to say, we got a book from the library... Um, today called the passover mouse and the passover mouse sounds riveting <laughs> well it, it is it is a it is it has the boiled egg and it has the the salt water or whatever it is mm-hmm. and they have added to the meal to to be other parts of jewish history okay. so, so there, there is a lot of jewish tradition that adds vegetables that yes. you, know, you mentioned the egg there's salt water there's like uh, parsley or you know some kind of greenery um, that you would dip, and um, there's lots of different elements. Um, but what we chose to do was stick with what's actually in Scripture, mm-hmm. and there's only four that are mentioned in the Bible. Um, yeah. So that doesn't mean all those other things weren't carried out by maybe even Jesus, um, but there are four things that are mentioned in the Bible um, is that we know without without any doubt. Those that, These four things were part of the meal. God gave those four things. That's right. The rest of it was added later. Yeah. Okay, so, so Pastor Jeremy's going to do some teachings. Yeah. Yeah. Are we 
like after that are we just going to just have a meal together is it going to well, be it's a gonna more be your favorite part because we're just going to sip on some wine listen i'm together. ready i'm ready you need or me to martini the <laughs> at the cedar meal all right you need sorry. to dial it back or you're about to get dialed stop. back you understand what i'm saying yeah sorry, sorry. so it's gonna be it'll be like little nibble or teaching little nibble teaching little nibble teaching little nibble like are we going to be um like are you going to be saying okay like here's the wand yeah. and then you'll do this some is what it represents okay. what it represents okay. and well, um, i didn't know and um, we'll kind of sit all in like a you know like an upper room da vinci style where we can all kind you. of yeah like a u um, okay where we can but but not like a one-sided thing where it's right. like because well, we want to actually it's there's a communal aspect of it and right. so this this feast was celebrated together and um and it was it was a it was a celebration of, of God's God's mercy, and so we're gonna we're gonna come together and do that. So, do you would you all? Um, I know I, ha- I have an idea of what you're going to say, but I'm going to let you go ahead and answer. Would you consider consider this a family friendly service? Without question, yes. Okay. Yeah, I um, think bring bringing your kids to the table is is great. Yeah. Now you got to keep in mind, like you should probably eat dinner before you come. So yeah. so this isn't meant to be very filling for you right. um we want the food to be good well, actually there's some of it we want to be bad right like the 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 purpose of the bitter herbs was was the bitterness to remind right. uh, which jeremy's going to teach us about the actual imagery um that was meant to bring up but um but yeah so so go through mcdonald's and get a happy meal before you come um okay don't you're making that, that hateful face at me you don't have to go to mcdonald's you can take Benjamin wherever he wants to go. Take him. To he Kudoba. wants to go to McDonald's. He don't want to go there. We don't go there. Oh well. Okay. So, um, why did you all decide? Um, why did you all want to do this service this year? Why did and why do you encourage our church and other Christians to, per, if they have an opportunity to partake of this service? I, I'm. I don't know what you would say. I think biblical literacy is a big thing. I think looking at Scripture when you read the Passover meal. The Lord gives it for a reason, and I think um, it it's a beautiful way of expositing, of a way of teaching how to exposit the Exodus. So I think it, it's a it's a one way. It's like it's you. It helps teach um, why God gave these things and what it's all supposed to be pointing back to as they as they teach their kids and disciple others and read the Bible for themselves that they can see Jesus. Um, that the the point of all of it was was Christ. So that's I think that's part of it for me at least. Yeah, and I think um, what I I agree with that. What I would add to it as as pastors, we we want we want the understanding of what's in the Bible to be very important, and the understanding of the history of it. One of the things that um, that I think is really helpful, and why we wanted to participate in this tradition for the first time ever as a church, is um, to I want I want this to deepen our church's understanding of communion because Jesus took this meal and turned it into the church's meal. Um, he eliminated the elements of lamb and herbs and whatever else there may have been at that table, um, and he condensed it to just bread and wine. And so we take that every week as a church, and I want to deepen our church's understanding of what Jesus was trying to communicate in that. Um, I think it's always helpful for us to know that, and I think. Um, I mean, it's, I think just the practical nature of knowing knowing what Jesus used is helpful. And so we're going to use real wine um, at the Seder meal with alcohol. Um, we do juice on Sunday mornings, and um, and so on this service we're going to have actual wine. Um, I think it's a good opportunity for us to teach that that you know alcohol is not the devil. Um, it can be misused, and and it's something that you have to um, you have to be responsible with. But um, 
but I think you know we want to we want to have an avenue to teach that. I've heard I've heard some people say that the the communion bread at our church doesn't taste good, <laughs> um, and so I know it doesn't. Come on, with yeah, it. yeah, I know I know it doesn't it. taste good, but I think I think reminding people that the matzah that that it actually is. I mean, we're buying Jewish matzah. And um, what it is, it is meant to be bitter. And it's it's going to taste worse than our communion bread on Sunday. Yeah, and it's not it's not crackers. meant to taste good. Yeah. Because because um, in the Exodus, the the people of God had to flee. Their yeah. their lives were in danger. That's good. So they didn't have time to make it taste good. And then what what Jesus tells us it represents his body. It's his broken body. It's his it's his flesh that was torn as he was nailed to a cross. And so um, the bitterness of it. And 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 in the in the seder meal you you actually eat it with bitter herbs that it's like intentionally the Lord wanted it to taste really gross, yeah. And so the bitterness of it, um, I think, is really helpful for us to kind of dwell on that and be like, God is teaching us something not just in what we read but also in what we see and taste. And I think it's really helpful for us. Man, to think that you can learn something through taste, not just a, not good taste, but even bad taste. Mm-hmm. Like it's an illustration. It's really cool. And something honestly that's really foreign to us. Like we never eat anything bad on purpose so we can yeah. re- so that we can recall our mind to something. Yeah. We just don't do that. Yeah. Well the Lord's the best teacher. And I think it's this true. teaching tactic that he used, um, and I think is is carried into the New Testament through path or through communion. Um, I think it's a beautiful teaching tactic. And so again, this isn't mandated by the by the scriptures that the church has to do this but i think it's a really good opportunity for our church to deepen our understanding of of communion and what jesus observed in passover so would you suggest um for our listeners for a church um like any passages of scripture to read just to kind of get your hearts and minds like um ready for the service i mean maybe read through the last ever scripture is that something yeah, I think. I mean, um, I know it's not necessary. To yeah, do, I think um, read read through the Last Supper um, when Jesus is in the upper room with his disciples, and you can also read um, you can read about the Passover itself, um, okay. which is in the in the early parts of the Book of Exodus. I don't remember the exact chapter, but um, read about the the Exodus out of Egypt, and and you'll you'll see. The elements of that and um, Leviticus, either twenty three or twenty five, yeah, so that right we're there. not sure about, yeah. um, which is toward the end of Leviticus. Um, there's this feast is actually mentioned as part of one of the feasts they were to celebrate, and so the commemoration of it was important. And again, Jesus fulfilled it, so we're not held to it, but it is it is cool to look at. Okay, so I know um, I would say the week before Easter uh, is probably the busiest for most churches. Or a lot of churches, um, just because of all the prep work that you do, um, preparing song, sermon, um, even just preparing for larger crowds and everything. We have a good I, Friday service. Too. We have a. I, we settle down. I'm getting to it. Sorry, sorry. Um, I was going to say we will be having. We will be having a good a good Friday service. Is there anything else that you'd like to, to recommend that? Um, that as a church, as Christians, that we should be doing the week of Holy Week. Check out Passover Mouse. It's really it was a really good read. Passover <laughs> Mouse. You can get it at your local library. Um, no, I mean I think Passover Mouse. I think <laughs> that's just what it said. I don't know. Is it Christian or is it just like Jewish? Is it no, strictly it's just Jewish. Jewish. Yeah. 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 I want y'all to know. I really try to make that. Like I came in here. <laughs> 
<laughs> ready for this to be the most serious podcast we've ever done just for like the somberness of holy week and you all have really well no i mean like there could be some i i am i am someone who no, actually who, i appreciate that recommendation as a parent there you um, go. Yeah. just to kind of give give a better yeah there's another we Claire got read. two of them maybe uh, maybe you could read from passover mouse at the seder <laughs> meal have a little story There's, time. There was Passover pow pow fish. You have you ever seen the pow pow fish? I have no idea what that is. You know what pow pow fish? Pow pow fish. Why? Why did you bring it up? I'm just saying What's they had a whole fish? Passover selection. We can't of, talk about it right now. Okay. okay. Pow pow fish. He'll hmm. have to send you a link to it later. So. I have a Spanish version you can have. Oh god. Man, we keep this up. We might we might celebrate Hanukkah this year. <laughs> let's see. Okay, so let's can we talk about that real quick? That'd be great. Okay, oh. so the reason no, the, no, there's a reason why when someone's going to leave. People ask why don't you do like Hanukkah and stuff like that. Hanukkah is actually not it, it, referencing scripture at all. Unlike let's say Passover. Right. It's an event that happened between the Old and New Testament. Right. So the, so it, there there are holidays that sometimes people I've had Christians ask why don't why don't we celebrate Hanukkah? Well, because it's a na- it's like an ethnic national holiday that had to do with the Greeks and the intertestamental period. Yeah, and and I would say that the Jewish festivals are not wrong to acknowledge or celebrate. They're just not we're not we're not under the law. Right. And so I think as a caution, we don't want to we don't want to begin to go back to the yeah, law. We won't do this yearly. But I, right, because we don't want to return to the law, but I think seeing it because God God ordained it, God created it. And so seeing it and appreciating it and even um even taking part in it, you know, at some point in your life can be very interesting. And um, and so the feasts that, that that the nation of Israel observed, I think I think are good for us to fully understand. And some of the understanding comes through actually doing it, like like Fortnite, for example. All right, you remember I think Fortnite? We're gonna, yeah. Um, well, we're talking about Fortnite. We're not talking about the not, game Fortnite. No, 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 not the video game. Listen, you all have Fortnite branched out to where, other holidays and other things, and no, I'm just this like is to the, rain it back in. I, this is this my the nickname for the Feast of Booths or the Feast of Tabernacles, if you will. And I won't. Our, so let's my boys and in. I, we build a fort and we sleep in it, and then we read about how God had His people dwell in in booths once a year, um, so they could they could commemorate God's people in the wilderness. Again, it's an experiential learning. There you're, it is. You're doing experiential something. Experiential learning. I like that. Yeah, and Ooh. so so that's what we're trying to capture in a, in a thing like learning. Seder meal. Even um, at the beginning of the season of Lent, when we observed Ash Wednesday, mm-hmm. it's an it's an experiential learning year here at New Heights. You can't put a price on experience. That's true. You want to say it one more time? You cannot put a price on experience. Oh, I thought you meant ex- I was. I meant experiment. Oh, I was just repeating Jeremy. I was going to say experimental. <laughs> No, we don't want to do experimental learning. That's something well, different. We, uh, okay. No, we all don't. Right. We don't recommend that at all. Sean Connery might. All right. So tell us don't. when our Seder Mill uh, service is going to be. It is Wednesday, April fifth at six thirty. All right. So uh, hopefully you all have learned something listening to this today, and we hope to see you at our Wednesday service. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, submit them on the New Heights Church app. And we'll catch you next time. Watch for deer. <laughs>